2: I've, I've had these moments too, where I sit there and I reflect and I, and I am really proud of where I am today and how hard I've been working, how much I really had to push through and kind of like show up and be there for myself. And there were days too, even like in the past where I'm just like, I don't want to do this. You know, and I had to remind myself like, Sarah, this is important. Like you got to show up. You're showing up for yourself, but you're also showing up for them and just always reminding yourself like, hey, it's going to get better. One of my very close childhood friends, when she passed away, I remember talking to this person and he was like, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do.
0: Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I am your host, Anastasia, and that is a clip from today's guest, Sarah Esch. She is fabulous. I'm excited for you to sit down for this episode. I think sometimes in life we go through these really hard, tough, challenging times and I think we all cope with hysteria in different ways, right? We cope with negative effects on our day, our life um, in different ways and self-care is all a part of that. Self-care helps us show up for who we are, to other people. It helps us show up for ourselves, but sometimes the road is tough, right? Sometimes we're going through something that's a real struggle and we still have to feel like we need to show up. And so I wanted to bring Sarah on the show because she's such a a wonderful light in what she's doing, but she also has had a lot happen to her in the past. And if this is triggering for anyone, I just want to let you know straight up that we do go into a little bit of a detail about suicide in younger generations, people under 30, and how Sarah has kind of coped with that. And she talks about one of her stories pretty much in depth. So if that's something that is triggering for you right now, if depression is something that's that's very big for you, we are not professionals. And I would suggest that you seek professional help to talk about that. But just to know that there are people that have gone through other things for those of you who maybe have lost someone. And just to hear Sarah's story and how she came back from that dark place that we can all get in when we find out that someone close to us has passed. And that's a tough pill to swallow. It's nothing that I've personally experienced in my journey and I thought it was really important to bring Sarah on to talk specifically about this. The whole, the whole interview is not <laughs> all in this state, but I do just want you to know and be aware that that is where the interview does start to go. So I just wanted to let you know before we fall into all of that. Before we get started, I do want to talk to you very briefly about the Kim and Ono kimonos. I know I've been talking about them quite a bit on the podcast. I did want to let you know that they gave our listeners 10% off at checkout. That's at kimandono.com. K-I-M-A-N-D-O-N-O.com. I'm so thrilled to be able to wear one of those kimonos for my wedding day and to have my girls in the kimonos they've got these peonies on them if you haven't listened to my podcast already peonies are the flowers of my wedding day and I'm just so thrilled that it's going to be the perfect season for them so I wanted to get these kimonos for us to take pictures in and get ready ready in and do our reels in and all this fun stuff but I also wanted something that didn't say bridesmaid on the back of all of my girls Um, actual robes I wanted something that they could use over and over and over again after the actual wedding day these are very high quality they're a little pricey but I love them so I'm so glad that Kim and Ono gave us 10% off on your purchases because you listen to it here on the show but check them out they're also at Kim and Ono underscore on Instagram so you can check them out too it's all in the show notes but be sure to look them up There are all these handcrafted, beautiful pieces of artwork, absolutely stunning hand-painted silk robes. I mean, come on, let's talk about some luxury. And you can use code Anastasia, that's A-H-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A, my name, at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's Anastasia, A-H-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A at checkout for 10% off. So let's talk a little bit about Sarah. If she's new to bringing you here on the show, I'm so excited that she brought you here. My name's Anastasia. I've had this podcast since May of 2020. I've absolutely loved growing with it. We're clearly in episode 132, so we're we're deep into it at this point. If any... Anything sticks out to you, know that the show is not in sequential order. So you can listen to it all out of order, you can listen to a guest that you may know, or you can just listen to anything that calls your attention with its title. And as you're listening to the show, if this is something you're totally vibing with or you really love, these episodes, do me a favor and go on over to Apple podcast. You can go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So that'll be on your apps. If you do have an Apple phone, it's just a little purple icon. You click on that, you scroll all the way down to the bottom of this episode and you give me a five-star rating. If it's something that you're loving, that's where I get my analytics and how I grow organically with the show. And I'm appreciative to anyone who has done this in the past. Feel free to share it with a friend, share it with your family, share it with a, a girlfriend, a guy your boyfriend your girlfriend whomever and then also if you want to leave a rating and that review the review also tells me what you're loving about the show or what you want to see more of if you want more guests if you want to be a guest on the show if you think you know someone who would be a perfect guest for the show we love to talk about all aspects of self-care and there's so many different realms and that's the whole goal of the show is to honor The fact that self-care is only bringing us towards being a better person and how we present ourselves back to the world. But let me tell you a little bit about Sarah before we jump into the interview. So Sarah is the owner and creator of Zen and Fit LLC, and she's the fitness director at Lancaster Country Club here in Lancaster, PA. She is a big part of the wellness community here, and she's offering yoga, bar, and fitness classes at various locations. Sarah's classes and workshops focus primarily on building alignment and balance through mindful movement. Her classes are flowing and spirited with gentleness that welcomes all levels. It is Sarah's goal to make everyone attending her class to feel comfortable moving intuitively within their own skin. Because we all know we go to a yoga class and sometimes it's way too advanced for us or sometimes it is just like a completely different language. So she likes to make sure that everyone feels very, very included within her practice. Some of Sarah's other passions include traveling, food, outdoors, and spreading awareness of mental and emotional well-being. If you're interested in attending and dropping into a class, or collaborating with Sarah in the future, please check out all of her events. They are in the show notes, and we have plenty of links that go to her Instagram, and website, and any of the places that you can practice with Sarah as your instructor. And with that, let's welcome to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast, Miss Sarah Esch.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. That. And Sarah and I kind of,
0: I guess we intertwined through the fitness community for the most part, but um, the Lululemon umbrella is also massive in itself. It's not just fitness, but a lot of like similar mind body like energies kind of all collab together. Mm-hmm. And it's like such a beautiful place to meet people. So I'm glad that that kind of like brought us together. But right now, currently, Sarah and I actually are teaching at the same studio because we're both teaching aerial yoga.
2: Aerial yoga. No, but I woke up today and I felt really sore. And mm. I was like, why oh, do I feel sore? Because I teach I teach almost every day uh, yeah. private yoga. But yeah, so this morning I was teaching with a client and we're you do, I always notice that my forward folds, you know, I'm, mm. I'm seated. We go down for the full and I'm like, whoa, I'm like having a tough time today. And like they look at me and kind of laugh because you know I go usually a lot deeper still than sure The average person, yeah. Percent, but yeah. Like, why am I so sore? And then I thought about it, I was like, Oh, I taught Ariel on Friday for flying Fridays at I'm mm-hmm. and then I set up the class the next morning and I guess that's what it's from. Yep, probably back to back classes. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was fun we finally did our
0: first little swap. So I taught for Sarah's class on Tuesday and she taught for my mm-hmm. Saturday class. And we all we both have our regulars too. So it was like fun to to switch it up.
2: That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. also
0: different, right, when they're in the final shavasana and it's not actually dark out because it's Saturday morning as opposed to Tuesday. Oh, yeah, night. no,
2: that's true too. I didn't yeah. think about that, but that's yeah. That's I very was like, true. Oh, the
0: room's actually dark. Do you want to swing? Because <laughs> we ask them if they want to swing at the end. But anyway, so I wanted to bring Sarah on the show because she's been talking so much about like this, this like healing journey and how um, healing's differently for everyone and how it, it's it's all about evolving and growing. And I was just talking mm-hmm. with Doug this morning too we were chatting about experiences and stuff and I was like, you realize though that people look at stuff that we've done. You know, we don't have the house and we don't have our kids yet and we're not at that level that some of our traditional friends are at. But when like they look at us and they're like, you guys lived, you guys did stuff and you're telling me right now in this moment, Doug, that you don't think we accomplished anything. I think we accomplished a lot of things, but I think it's just very different than what other people have accomplished. But we all grow from like each experience positive negative um and we we view everyone else's journey so differently than what we like we put so much pressure on ourselves and like oh I haven't done anything yet or anything like that and then you know I feel this
2: I've been talking about this a lot lately actually yeah because I mean I turned 29 this coming May and I'm just like holy shit Mm -hmm. like I just was at my I visited my old high school a few weeks ago I I texted like 10 of my friends yeah like after I left there I was like you guys I just left the high school and I feel so uncomfortable right now oh my god Like I loved my high school experience I talked to some people that are like I hated high school I'm like oh my god I loved high school I think everyone had
0: had a different experience for sure
2: exactly I mean I'm fortunate I guess that I feel the way I'm still friends with I still have a lot of friends even from elementary school really so I I love that it's special yeah but to go back I just I felt like whoa where did the last 10 years go yeah and technically this is our would be my 10th year um, anniversary our reunion Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on yet but anyways it just it felt so crazy and I have a lot of friends who are married who are having babies one of my best friends just had her gender reveal party yesterday and like it's just it blows my mind and here I am. And I'm like, wow, oh, okay. You know, and sometimes you feel those pressures yeah. of society. And then, you know, I have my grandma ask me a lot, you know, like if I'm dating anyone, if I'm seeing an ex and I'm like, no, I'm not. like. Yeah. They get, we get worried. I, they and then they just
0: want the best for you because of course, like you're gorgeous. You've got a great personality, you know, you're, you're, you've got a lot going for you. So people are like, why wouldn't you? And I, I know Doug has that with like some of my friends. He's always like, why aren't they dating anyone when we were dating? And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's it just depends well, on who you're so around, much. you know? Yeah. Like it's sometimes it, not it that really easy to meet that. people.
2: But I think like you were saying, there's a time and a place there's we all go through different seasons. We all have our own experiences. And honestly, I've been, there's been some, you know, bumps, big bumps this past year, two years, I mean, but like these past two years, I've grown tremendously. And I'm so proud of who I'm becoming because I feel like each day, like I do truly feel like, you know, we all have our ups and downs, but I do feel like I get better with each day, like, and I just have to be patient and humble and remind myself like one step at a time, you know, and be proud of where I am and where I'm going. Right, right. Yeah. And you're talking about
0: this past two years, which I want to get to, but I also want to explain to people who you are now today. If you were to define yourself or like where Sarah's in this journey at this moment before she's about to turn 29 you know I know where I was mentally like approaching 30 so I'm just curious what you would how you (laughs) define yourself
2: wow um truthfully I feel like I'm getting ready for this epic journey Mm. like I feel like I just kind of ended a really big chapter yeah um I sort of felt this way this past September there was a moment before I lost one of my best friends in September and then that happened. And I just kind of, you know, I really had to reflect. I took a lot of downtime. It took a lot of time for me. And I was just like, what are you doing? Cause yeah. it's moments like that, right? Where we lose someone, especially if it's someone young mm-hmm. and they still had so much life ahead of them or lots of potential yeah. and it makes you like reflect. And you're just like, what am I doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and there are times, yeah, where I, you know, I love Lancaster, but there are times too where I'm just like, oh my God, I want to get out of here, you know? Yeah. Um, and some of those reasons are for like things that remind me of people I've lost or just I've traveled to where I just have this big love for travel and heart for traveling. But I feel like I'm getting set up for this epic journey, mm-hmm. but I'm being patient about it.
0: Right. Love that. That's something that I'm not. <laughs> I'm never the patient one, but I love people that are. I'm always very intrigued. I've
2: had to learn to be patient because yeah. I've not always been that. Yeah. I'm getting ready to start this brand new chapter. And I feel like there are going to be a lot of surprises in store. And I'm not really good with surprises, but like, I'm just excited for it. I feel like I'm finally like my career taken off. I know what I'm doing. I know my purpose. Yeah.
0: For anyone who doesn't know you, like, what is that?
2: I love teaching yoga. I mean, like it's, I love it. I love meeting with people. I love connecting with people, but I truthfully, I know that I want to start global retreats. It's just really teaching clients privately, um, doing what I'm doing right now. Honestly, what I'm doing right now is what I plan to do and carry on. Um, I do want to go back to school though, to become a yoga therapist. Uh, that would be an additional 800 to 1,000 hours. And with that, you can work with all types of different people. So, you know, that can be people who've dealt with trauma. Um, it could be, you can work with alongside physicians uh, working with patients. That could be someone who's survived cancer or, you know, they have diabetes, they're diabetic, kind of you name it. Like right now, I work with some elderly. People I work with, athletes, people up to the, you know, in their seventies, I've worked with young children too. And I love all of it. I think it's such an amazing learning experience. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So really that's sort of what I'm doing right now, but I'm going to times it by 10 and make it a lot more organized. Yeah. Just traveling and teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a big, you know, I'm really passionate as well about fitness, Uh, Just as much as my yoga, but like yoga is where my heart is because that's really how I healed over the years. Yeah, I started yoga when I was 16. That was when I took my first, had my first yoga class, which was Bikram inspired. Oh, very different than what you teach. Yeah, and um, that kind of grew on me in my early 20s. I I remember seeing a poster, and it said yoga teacher training, and I was like, huh you know, and I love the way it feels. It's almost like a light just went off. And for anyone who knew me in high school, I'm sure there were some times there where people were like, Sarah's going to be a yoga teacher. Why do you think they would have thought that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm super outgoing. I'm a big chatterbox. Maybe not necessarily. I just think because of how bubbly and bright I am and, um, vibrant, just, you're very vibrant. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, maybe some people wouldn't. I, but I just kind of made the assumption that people might look at that and be like surprised. Like, sure. oh, I wouldn't have expected that. They think of yoga. It's a many people are just like, they think of like Zen or they think I'm very calm and yoga. So, you know, and that's those people, usually those people typically are like, oh, yoga's so boring. Like they don't sure. truly understand sure. the practice of what it can be and how you can make it really be anything. But I think that, because you said that though I wanted
0: to I wanted to challenge you on it because I think a lot of people <laughs> think that for me too and it's not bad um sometimes I think like the outgoing personality also gives us a different um approach because I need to be calm I need to like slow down I need to focus on my breath and I need to like find yeah a little slowness and my yeah and my day-to-day structure and being present so because I know those things are so important because I am that outgoing chatty bubbly person it allows me to yeah. slow down enough that I am a better listener or it's I can pause work on the
2: you take. Mm-hmm. Like, so
0: I think it's literally
2: great. like and, and we're going a little off topic here yeah. but like literally just having yourself be on the mat and be in that space. And I remember hearing my teachers say that, Yeah. like there are a lot of things that I teach now and it's an experience on my own when I'm like actually doing yoga for me and not teaching others. Mm -hmm. But there are moments where I'm like, oh, I understand why, you know, this is said now, or like, I feel it now, like now I'm in it you know, I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure you understand what i saying. No, I know I'm exactly saying. what you're saying, yeah. People listening, they're probably like, what does she even mean? No, I get it. But um, to circle back, I mean, I love what I'm doing. I truly feel purpose. Like it is so rewarding to me after I work with a client and they, you know, they don't just text me and say like, wow, I really loved class. You know, like I have some clients that will sit there and be like, Sarah, that was amazing. And I love my one-on-one because it's so much more intimate and special and I'm friends with all my clients too. Sure. I pretty much have a relationship with everyone that, I, that I've that i ever worked with. And, um, you know, but it's such a great feeling to have someone tell you how special class was to them or I really needed this today, you know, this really like I feel brand new.
0: Something that, something that you put together may bring someone so much joy or like awareness. Or
2: even just like a time where someone opens up and if, you know, especially if I have time after class, like I'll sit and chat with my client. Um, but I can see the differences. I can see it in their body too. I can see the lightness there. And that's what it's all about is like, I grew up a Christian and I, you know, my aunt and uncle are missionaries and I kind of see it is that like, this is my mission, like in a way, like I'm a missionary, sure. but like I'm spreading light for all. For me, like it's just creating that calm and centering and giving people the tools that they need yeah. to be a better person, to be healthier. Um, and to find that, like some people really have trouble just like creating, you know, space. And it's just, Space to be themselves and to be
0: vulnerable. Oh, your whole, you're and that takes it. a
2: while. Yeah. So, like, that's what I love to do is, you know, is to help with that and to just remind people too, like, hey, like, it's okay. You know, you know how many times, like, I wish I had a dime for every time someone or a dollar. Yeah. For every time someone, you know, says they're bad at yoga. I'm like, you can't be bad sure. at yoga. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you.
2: Start where you are and then you get better. <laughs> Something that
0: Val said on her <laughs> interview too, that she, when I asked her to like define who she was, she said, you know, I really feel like I know who I am right now. Like I'm 38 and I really feel like proud of who I am and and what I do. And and I think that there's a beauty in that. Like I, I'm not, it's not bad. I'm not trying to say that like, wow, we're great. And we have it all figured out. I, but I do think that there's this level of like letting go of like the judgment and just being yourself and like if people don't like that, then that's fine. You're not everybody's cup of tea, but you're going to be like, you know, it's just
2: it is what it is. Even as a teacher, that's you're it. not everyone. you know Everything you're saying right now, I feel like the pandemic really... I mean, for a lot of people, I'm sure there's a lot of people, you know, I have some friends I've spoken to about this too, where you just have so much time to reflect and like, also it's kind of a scary time. It made you really like, it made you think, you know, I've, I've had these moments too where I sit there and I think about it and I reflect and I, and I am really proud of where I am today and how hard you know i how hard i've been working how much i really had to push through and kind of like show up and be there for myself like even when i was just like i don't want to fucking yep. be here you know and there were days too even like in the past where i'm just like i don't want to do this like you know and i had to remind myself like sarah this is important yeah. like you got to show up and you're showing up for yourself but you're also showing up for them mm-hmm. like think of why you're doing this today like why it's just the, reminding yourself of your yeah. why um, and just always reminding yourself like, hey, it's gonna get better. This is, and I have someone who used to say this to me and this is when probably when my first, one of my very close childhood friends, when she passed away, I remember talking to this person and he was like, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do. And that like has stuck with yeah. me so much. Yeah. I just got like a chill at my
0: spine. (laughs) I love that.
2: And I've used that. Like I have talked to people who've lost someone or were battling some sort of, you know, something. And, and I've always said that because that was so helpful for me. And it was kind of like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Um, So I want to, if I can be a small part of that for someone to help them, get better, be better. Like that's what I want to give. And that's when I look back now too. I like, I see how I struggled as a teenager and, you know, people say like, oh, people use drugs and alcohol as an escape. And when I was a teenager, it was just like, you know, I was wild, but like, I had so much fun. And when I look back now, I'm like, yeah, I really was using that as an escape. Like, yeah, I'm having a great time, but like, I didn't realize like I really was, you know? Yeah, it's a lot
0: of subconscious, especially then. We we don't know who we are yet. We're just discovering, like, our real, you know, we have a personality, but we're really just discovering, like, who we're going to become. And um, also, we can change a lot since high school, you know? I think I left high school and some people probably thought I was a bitch and I wasn't, you know? And then I think other people, like, I just wanted to be so... So popular, and then other people were like, "Yeah, no one really hung out with her." You
2: know, everybody views you in different ways. Like, it's so wild. I had this thought too. It's funny that you say that because I used to think I was so nice and like I was friends with everybody. Yeah, apparently I was a bitch. <laughs> and then I talked to someone who I'm close with, like this past year. We were talking, and I like, I, don't know, I was just thinking. About it. I was like, I feel like I wasn't very, always really nice in high school. Like, I don't know, I just had this thought, and she was like, "You kind of weren't. You were kind of a bitch sometimes." <laughs> I was like. Oh my God, it was like shit. And then I like had this You're moment like, of like, who was I mean, I mean to? Was I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry if I ever hurt your feelings. I'm like, what a dick. Like I'm in I know, I but it's know. good.
0: But I think we all, we're all going through something in our adolescence. And we're also like, all of our bodies are changing. We're also all going through puberty too. And it's, and we're going through <laughs> parents separating if they're separating or, you know, being in a cookie cutter mm-hmm. home or having like a really tight leash or a really loose leash, like, your parents are trying to be your friends and your parents at the same time. In some situations, like it's kind of all over the place and, and we're all just trying to figure it out. And we all go through different ways of like how we show up, but now we're showing up more authentically. And and I want to speak on behalf of like you saying how you've had such a change in the past two years. So I kind of want to backtrack or fast forward, I guess from yeah, high school, no, that's- but and talk a little bit about like what's going on for you this past two years and like why do you think there's this, been this big shift? Just a brief interruption here. I wanted to talk to you guys about mushrooms and not that kind of mushrooms. I wanted to talk to you about Lion's Mane. So Love Organics makes these tinctures. They make these powders and all these things. I love a good tincture. I added it into my green juice and they gave me an option to try their Lion's Mane, which is focused for your focus and your memory. But mushrooms are actually a really good cause for all these things. And I think we always forget how much that mushrooms actually are good for us and we're using natural things. So what I love about Love Organics is they're vegan, they're non-GMO, they're lab tested, there's no sugars added and I put tinctures in my green juice daily. I'll do one for focus or I'll do one for my immune health but the lion's mane covers a lot so it keeps me kind of like focused and in the zone as I'm doing admin work at home. And they have on the on the actual like lion's made, the liquid extract is actually coming down from the most potent part of the mushroom, which is its stem. So it's getting all of the good microbial and um, help from for a healthy gut in your system, and then it's also helping your nervous system, and it's supporting your brain health. There's no sugars, no additives, and I recently put this on my Instagram because I wanted to talk a little bit more about Lion's Mane, but the great thing about or Love Organics is they actually give you a 50 milliliter, which is 1.7 fluid ounces. That's a large tincture bottle, and it's only $39.90, But because you're listening to the podcast and because you're a self care listener, if you use code RUMOR15, R U M O R, like my Instagram handle, Rumor in St. Petersburg, Rumor 15, it's actually going to get you 15% off of that at checkout. So if you need a little bit more focus, if you need a little bit of a mood booster and everybody wants to work on their thriving gut and work on their creativity, sign up for your Lion's Mane tinctures at Love Organics. I love joking around with Doug because I'm always saying the word tincture and he absolutely hates it. I just put that on my Instagram and on my TikTok recently. So be sure to check them out. Actually, that code RUMOR15 is good for anything on the Love Organics website and you could find them at loovfood.com. Again, that's loovfood.com and use code RUMOR15 at checkout for 15% off.
2: 2019 um one of my very close friends who was like a brother to me he passed away um and that was I mean uh, that was end of January so only a few weeks after Christmas and I knew he wasn't doing well he was acting really strange and ignoring me and that was why like I knew I was like something's going on I was like he doesn't ignore me and the reason why I was ignoring me is because if I would have talked to him like what's wrong yeah like what's wrong and then you got to talk about it right? right so I knew there was something wrong and um his name was Patrick and he was living back at his mom's and I think that really was hard for him I think he was going through a lot of personal things you know whether it be finances and like maybe he didn't know exactly what he wanted to do I also think he really was missing our friend, another friend who had passed away, um, and he had some other, like a cousin passed away, and his stepsister passed away, so he also too dealt with a lot of grief, and it was also like young people, and it was kind of like, what the fuck is happening, you know, and there were a lot of those moments for all of my friends, my friend's parents, um, anyone who went to Manheim Township, you know, there's between my class and the three classes above, there were like, you can count on like two hands, like a bunch of kids, like motorcycle accident, OD, suicide. Um, And these are kids, some of these kids came from what seemed like really great families. So it was just like really a shock. You know, I had a really rough year um, after Pat passed away. I was like gaining weight. I wasn't really taking care of myself. I was going out. I also just went through a really rough breakup. Mm, Yeah, it's a big Uh, combination, it's a big pill. In 2018, so I was living alone at the time. And like, I remember that day so well, Mm. like getting a call in the morning and sitting up in my bed and listening to his mom tell me what happened. And like, what was so hard for me though, was I was out the night before and I hadn't heard from him a while and he called me at midnight and I missed his call because I was at Amaret. I was having a glass of wine and I was with friends and I was out for the first time in a while like I had been working really hard and I was like oh like I'm gonna just have fun it was just cute I was having a nice time and I see a missed call and it's kind of spotty in there like with the service yeah. and um he called me and I was like oh my gosh Patrick called me and I was like hold on, I was like, I need to, I'll be right back. And I like, get up. Cause I'm like, he's calling me really late. Um, and I call him back and he doesn't answer. And then I get a location. He like drops his pin and he sends me his location. And I'm like, that's so weird. And I was with my roommate and I like look at him like, you know, Patrick called me and he sent me his pin. I called him back, he's not answering. I texted him like, hey, what's going on? And doesn't respond to me. And so I had, I wouldn't have been able to drive, honestly, like it would have been bad for me to drive. And he lived in Quarryville at oh, the time yeah. with his mom. And that's where the pin was. It was like out by Quarryville. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so weird. And so I continue to have drinks with my friends and I'm just like, oh, hey, didn't message me back. I don't know what's going on. And I kind of like let it go. Yeah and then you know i go home and the next morning i wake up i'm like laying in my bed asleep i wake up and the first thing you do you know you usually look at your phone and it says miss call and it says patrick's mom's name and it says now like you know when you just missed a call yeah. and i didn't have the phone on vibrate like it was on silence so for me like that was so weird to wake up and just as i picked up my phone i just missed her call and it said now and my heart, like I immediately was like, why is Sherry calling me? And it was like nine in the morning. So I call her back and she answers the phone and all she says is Sarah. And she's like oh "God," crying and struggling to talk. And I just immediately knew Something like, happened. I was like, what's wrong? I was like, what's wrong? And I like, remember like laying down, I was on the phone with her and as soon as I heard her voice crack, I sat up like really yeah. fast and it was like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, and she just tells me like, Patrick's dead. And she, I'm like, what do you mean? And it was just like such a like moment. And I was just like, what do you mean? She's like, I I can't talk about it. He's just dead. And that's all she oh said me. And oh it was God. like, sorry. no, you're it's, fine. Like, and I know this is really heavy, no, but no, like, it fine. was such a like, it was such a shock. And I just like, she was like, I have to go. And she's like, I will call you back soon. I just wanted to tell you the first person I called. I started like screaming and like crying. And like, I just, that was really hard. My roommate ran in and my roommate actually had a crush on him and she had liked him at one point too. So she was like, what's going on? And she was like, so afraid. I couldn't even like talk. I was like, And I told her what happened and she starts crying and like, I like can't breathe. Like it was such a shock. And my friend who passed away before him, like she had an addiction problem. So we always knew there was kind of this chance. So it just, they were completely different experiences, you know? And I didn't have my, my ex, you know, like we didn't live together and I just felt so alone and like no one, like, you know, I knew people knew what I felt like there are people out there but I just felt like you know calling my mom or like no one can make me feel better right now like I just felt like shit and I was mad I was so fucking mad like I was I was I was pissed at him like I was mad at him like how could you just do that anger first you know and Mm -hmm. um like a few weeks before that and him and I were we were just really great friends like he spent the night at my place and uh we laid in I let him sleep in my bed with me and um we just stayed up for hours like we went out that night and had fun it was like the first time him and I had like a really great quality time night and we stayed up talking about you know like our exes and just like in the future like what we want to see in a partner and about, like, having families one day and, like, how, like, oh, we got to, like, live close to each other because our kids are going to play together, like, but he even told me, too, like, I want you to be best friends with, like, the next person I'm in a relationship. It's really important to me that, like, I want you to be close with that person because I really love you, like, you're my sister and, like, you're always going to be a part of me, like, we're family, and, you know, we were talking about all these plans, and this was just a couple months before, and I finally, and it was nice, too, because having that best friend, you know, like losing someone you were in a relationship with for almost five years. And then, you know, being able to kind of get close with friend again, it just, it kind of fills that void a little bit. Like you, I have a lot of friends, but it felt good to have this person kind of back in my life and be so close with him. And just, I kind of felt like I was feeling better and I was coming out of a depression from being from a breakup. And things were really good. And then all of a sudden, just boom, he's gone. So it was I was kind of mad at him, you know, mostly. And I was also sad that I didn't understand, you know, what was going on internally that he was that sad that he could do this because if you met him and if you knew him, you were just in shock because he was so, he really was so special. Like he was friends with everybody. Like everybody
0: were you upset I mean and not in any way it's fine if you're angry was it really hard for you to find out that news without an explanation then have to kind of sit there with
2: well yeah and then I and then I started to remember too like I mean it was like so much going on that day I went to his mother's house later that day she was like I want you to come to the house oh I'm sure um just just come be with us and So I was like, yes, I'll be there. And, you know, she said she would call me back. Um, Like we were on the phone several times. So like she hung up with that news and that was kind of just like, you know, she was like, I'll call you back, honey. And she had her boyfriend call me back and then I would talk to him and then I talked to her again. And then she said, I want you to come to the house. We're all going to be, everybody's going to be here. And he's this huge blended family and like everyone's so loving and, um, But then I started to realize, you know, I start to backtrack kind of, and I'm like, oh my God, like Patrick sent me his location last night. And then I was like, what? And then I was even more mad because I was like, what did he want me to do? Like go there and find him, like go there and stop him. And that's always going to stick with me. And I know it's not my fault, but it really, really gets me. And sometimes I'm like, what if I went there? What if I drove there? Like, you know, you couldn't, I couldn't help but think like.
0: You can spend a lifetime about what ifs though, too, in any scenario. And this one's so fragile, so I don't want to like know, say it. But, it, you way, know, it's just, you know, I can imagine that would eat at. Yeah, it was very
2: premeditated one. though. And um, he like left a letter behind on his phone and um, he. he had pretty much like in his notes, he wrote a letter. So his screensaver, was his letter and at the bottom it said, iPhone code and it had his password. So you could, his mom could get in his phone. And when I got there, I didn't know this until I got there and then she told me Patrick wrote a letter and she read it out loud. And um, in the letter, he mentioned my name. And so that was also really, you know, it was just like, and it said, please don't try to understand why just know that I'm gonna go visit some old friends. And it was like very, it was very long. He mentions everyone in his family, like every single person, they have a huge family. And he like made it funny too. And then he mentioned that he didn't want his funeral in a church. He was very specific about where he wanted it and what music he wanted to have played. And he wanted a celebration of life. It was bizarre. And as time goes on, I become Almost like more and more, like I look at death so different than years ago. Right back. Yeah. You know, I kind of went into that, but that was such a big moment for me. And I was so heartbroken. And um, I just wanted to get away like so bad. Like I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I was like, cause everything reminds you you know, there's so many things that remind you of that someone. Person. I, you know, was no longer with my ex. I was no longer with my ex who I, I really did think we'd get married one day. And I mean, it's, it's definitely good that we didn't stay together, but you know, I had that. I had one of my best friends pass away. I had another friend who was battling some things and kind of in and out with rehab and he was moving and, um, you know, I just didn't want to be here anymore. So I kind of, I needed to find life again. Like I just needed to find things that made me feel purpose and made me excited. I wanted to do another yoga teacher training and I s- researched for a long time. I looked at schools outside of the country. Cause I was like, if I'm going to go away, I'm going to do like an immersive program. Like I'm going to be in it and be there and, um, you know, go away for a month, three weeks, whatever. So that's what, I did is I found this program and it was between Thailand and going to Indonesia and the way I chose it is kind of a crazy story that I'll share with you sometime but pretty much I was looking at the school I had told my dad about it because I didn't have enough money to pay for this whole thing so I was like dad come on like I'll pay you back (laughs) and he was like let me think about it like you know he has like I'm all these kids. I'm a big, I have a big family and all those kids, I'm the oldest, but okay. everyone's always like dad, dad, dad. Um, yeah. so I pretty much, I go, I went to the gym one night and I met this woman late at night at like nine o'clock. I never go to the gym that late. And this lady and I strike up a conversation over yoga. She's older in her fifties. She's still in her own studio and she's sharing all these things with me. And then I hadn't told anyone that I was thinking about this training. It was kind of like, I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want to ruin it. And I don't want people's mm. opinions. I want to do it for myself. Yeah. I tell cool. her about it. And she goes, oh, Bali is, you know, Bali is such a beautiful place you should go. And I'm like, yeah, like it, I would love to go, you know. And and then she goes, well, what school is it? I know a lot of schools out there. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. Right. So I like tell her this school. And she goes, oh, I know that school. And she like says like, Wassam, I forget Wassam's last name. He was one of my teachers. She goes, Wiso, blah, 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 owns this school. And I'm like, we. his name is w- Wassam? I'm like, Wassam? She's like, yes, Wassam. And she like starts talking about him. She's like, we did this program in Connecticut together and researched and did all the, like did a project together. And she starts talking about him and how like she's heard such great things about this school and this program. And I'm like,
0: my mouth just go.
2: dropped. Yeah. Literally. And I took that. I'm such a like, you know, the universe or God so is telling saying, me something. Like, yep. and I'll see something. And I'm like, oh my God, guys, we have to go. Or, Serendipity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so much so. And so this happens and my mouth just drops. I'm like, wow, I can't believe like, you know him and you know this. She's like, oh, she's like, yes, you should go. And I am um, I just took I like that. I'm going. <laughs> I literally got my car though and I left the gym I said I got her information We, we became Facebook friends and I still talk to her time to time when I run into her but I get in my car I leave and I just started crying like I'm crying like tears of joy though and I'm just like praying and I'm like like thank you for this sign like I like I was so excited I went back to my dad's house um and I it's like 10 o'clock almost, but I go upstairs, I like run up the stairs, I open his door and he's like asleep and I jump on the bed and I'm like, dad, I'm like, I have to tell you this. And he's like, oh, Sarah, what, what? You don't know, have to sleep. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And I just start telling him this and he literally kind of wakes up and looks at me, he goes, maybe you should go. And he's yes, like, so scary. <gasps> I'm like, yeah, we're on the same page. And we literally booked the trip the next day. And it was the best thing. Like, I wouldn't be where I am today if I did not go on that trip. And it was just the most incredible experience for anyone who's thinking about yoga teacher training. If you have questions too, like, feel free to message me about that because I did a lot of research. I've done multiple trainings and I'm so happy that I went with that one. There's a lot of great programs out there, but I have... Some opinions, and I'm happy to share them if anyone.
0: Yeah, oh my
2: gosh, of course. uh, But that was a big life changer for me, and I just had you know this beautiful moment of peace that I found there uh, during a meditation. I had two butterflies, a yellow and a black butterfly, that were literally flying around each other, and they circled around me while I was meditating. We had to meditate every morning for 45 minutes. It was intense. Yeah, (laughs) and these butterflies came in and they circled around me, and. Every time I see butterflies, I think of Patrick and Marina and now Dylan too. But I was, you know, I went there thinking about them a lot and I thought of Pat and Marina and I just felt like they were so happy and proud of me that I was there. Like almost like they were watching over me.
1: Oh my God. So yeah. That was like the such moment. a like
2: at peace. It was. And I just knew that it was kind of like God was speaking to me too. I'm a believer, but I just felt like everything I was doing is right and you're taking this time for you and it was so important so
0: right and like even what Patrick said was like don't you know don't try to wrap your head around this but it's of course like you know that must have been this massive journey of trying to like become patient with yourself that of this journey of healing and not trying to understand what they were going through that they felt that life needed to end you know well
2: because for so long I I held that like tight like so tight and I couldn't let it go like I was just like why why I don't understand why and I need to know why Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it was kind of like I was able to find that peace. kind of had like my own little eat pray love situation going on we all want to make sense of something so we
0: can put it to rest like there was no closure that's why you wonder you're like what what yeah and
2: that's exactly that's exactly what I felt. Like I didn't have that closure that I needed. And somehow, you know, through a lot of reflection and prayer and just loving on myself, that self-care and trying to, you know, really press on. um, You know, I found that while I was there and when I came home, I was so inspired. I also met so many wonderful people there that were from all different cultures. It was incredible, but that really helped me And it also made me realize how there's something else out there. You know, I will see them again. For me, um, my biggest thing was like, you know, they just had to go away somewhere and I'm not going to see them for a really long time. And that's how I kept looking at it. It's like, you'll see them again. You just can't see them for a long time. And it's okay. You're going to wait. You're going to see them again one day soon. And that's just, that's what I believe. And that's how I, that's my experience. Not everyone feels that right. way. Right,
0: everyone has their own way of coping with death.
2: Yeah, and, um, but yeah, so I came home from that trip though feeling so refreshed, so inspired, so excited about life. And that's a big thing. The reason why I push on my why is because, you know, I look at it as like, they can't, but I can. You know, like I can do these things. And I do view life as a gift. It is. It truly is. And it's what you make it. And yeah, we have these situations happen. We have these things affect our lives. And you know, some people can fight it. Some people can't. I think some people don't get the right support, um, or have the right support system. And that's the hard part. Some of us aren't as lucky. Um, but you know, you gotta push on, and you gotta make, you gotta make the most of it. In a lot of situations, it's just. At the end of the day, we truly are like, I'm responsible for Sarah. I'm responsible for my happiness. Yes, Yes, you are. I love that. This person over here could be doing this and like, oh, they did this and like ruined my day and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I could go on and make up all these excuses, but it's like, okay, well, what can you do to change how you feel right now? What's one step, you know, you can take right now to change this feeling or to change this moment. And that's just how I started looking at it. And I had to kind of give myself tough love, you know, but I still let myself feel. I still let, I still have moments where I'm driving my car and I all of a sudden think about one of them and I'll like break down in tears. And, but then I, you know, I wipe them off and I'm like, okay, let's go, you mm-hmm. know? And that's just how it is. Yeah. And it sucks sometimes, but I have a lot of great things going on in my life. Um, it's, those are just some things that were really hard for me going through, that was like the first time I really truly went through depression, I would say. Like I never really understood it when people be like, oh, yeah. I'm depressed. I'd be like, oh. And then until I dealt with it on my own, in my own way. Did you
0: take just- anything other than your own like self journey? Did you see count- seek counseling or did you, um, were you prescribed anything? I mean, I'm not trying, you don't have to give me like- Oh, no, your form- no I'm okay, thing, I'm but- fine.
2: Yeah, and that's something, um, I don't want to say I'm against- medication that's a very touchy subject some people believe and think they're not for me for others though sure you know some people will say I met someone on my retreat who said they were clinically depressed and there was like a big conversation between one of our teachers and that student and she was like I don't believe people can be clinically depressed Oh wow. And it turned into like a big, a big conversation and everyone yeah. was kind of sipping on like their Balinese beer. And we were all just sitting there like listening, like, Oh, this is a touchy subject. Yeah. But it was interesting to hear different perspective. Um, But yeah, I I personally I'm a very natural person. Like I don't even take ibuprofen unless like I have to. I know
0: I'm I'm very similar too. I feel like when I'm hungover, it's like I'm more or less like giving give me an emergency, and that's probably like the strongest thing I'll do. But every once in a while, like maybe I'll have an Advil,
2: but not really. Even birth control like pills like that scares me. Um, It never made me feel comfortable. I've taken it before, but I'm just like I just I like to be as natural as possible. Yeah. Um, so that was something for me that that was not an option. I was like, I'm not doing that. I also, too, all of those friends who passed away and they weren't my only friends who passed away. I had other friends who I wasn't quite as close with, but they all took antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicine. And sometimes that works for people. Sometimes it doesn't, but also sometimes those people abuse those, you know, whether they're smoking or drinking alcohol while they're on, they're taking that medication, you know, that messes with people. Oh my people. God, yeah. Um, so that's always been something that I just was like, I don't want to go that route. Um, it just was like a hard no. I was like, no, like, even if someone started to speak about it, I was just like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not. I think that's
0: great, Sarah. I, I don't, I'm not against it. And if anyone that's listening to the show, like is on antidepressants or likes them or whatever, I do think everyone's case is very different. As we said, Well, one of my best
2: friends, she, she takes medication and she loves it and she,
0: I have a really close friend. Too She's very open about anxiety.
2: it too. She's And you know, everybody's different, but for me, that was not an option. I did some therapy over the summer and that was really helpful uh, for me to kind of, um, I think it's good to talk to someone who's not your friend.
0: I personally, oh, I yeah. think it's sometimes really good to do that.
2: That was something too. Like I kind of, I didn't want to be closed up about it, but I felt like that was something that was very hard because I could talk about it, but it also felt. I don't. Awkward's not the right word, but it was really hard after I lost another friend this past September. I mean, that was like Marina, Patrick, Dylan, and I was very close with all of them. And everybody who knows me knew this. They were like, "Oh wow, that's like you know one of three people." Yeah, that's
0: like a lot. Yeah, and and
2: and it just all of a sudden like text messages, text messages, calls. Like Sarah, I'm thinking about you. Like I'm so sorry you're going through this. Like you know, and it's just like, it was all the feels came back, rushing back. And I was like, okay, here we go again. And like, I kind of just would shut down. And like, I didn't even feel I was like, I don't need to respond to everybody.
0: No, no, that's not your responsibility. I think what I think more or less people were just trying to say like, I'm thinking. Yeah, they of were. You. Oh, and everyone was so and, and sometimes we feel so bad. And we feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I get like this all the time. I have a friend in town this weekend and I didn't know she was coming to town. And sometimes I get, I was like, oh, I never invited her to the wedding. And I I was like, well, let that person know that I'm in town. And then they never reached out. And I'm literally like right down the block from them. And they had free time while they were here. And I was like, that's very confusing to me. But I felt obligated. Like I was being the bad friend. And it's like. You don't have to do, you don't have to always reach back. You know, a girlfriend of mine hasn't been going through good stuff. And I just was like, I'm just thinking about you today. She gave me a heart. That's it. Like, she didn't even need to do that. You don't have to give an explanation every time. But people and out there, they just, but they're thinking of that's what it became.
2: You. And it was kind of like, I felt like, oh, like, okay, here we go again. And like, I knew it was, like, it was such a weird thing. Like, mm-hmm. that passing that happened, I just knew what kind of what to expect I knew people were gonna be like oh my god fuck we gotta message Sarah
0: yeah yeah
2: like I had people call me that were like generally like they were so worried about me because they were like oh my god poor Sarah this and yada yada and I was just like I didn't want to hear it and then you know there were times too where I still like you know just a few weeks ago, like I was at work and I had to go shut myself in the bathroom and I cried for 30 minutes. My eyes were so puffy that I was like, I was like, ah oh, shit, I look really bad. Like I can't go out there, people. I don't want them to make feel, and it was like, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable because I was clearly crying. So I had to kind of sit in there and like wait it out. And then, you know, I called my mom on the phone. She asked how my day was going on and I just didn't hear, I was like, it's really shitty. And she's like, oh, why? And I told her, you know, like, I'm just having, I don't know why, like, I just started thinking about him and I just like, I just couldn't stop crying. Like I, you know, and I was like, I'm totally PMSing, but like, I'm just really emotional and like, I'm pissed off.
0: But I still think that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you have to, like, I don't think it's, I also don't, I also disagree with holding things in too much that you like bubble over. You know, Doug and I talk about a lot of things, and I'm, I'm extremely emotional. I'm a cancer through and through, and I constantly am reminded of it, the way that I react and handle situations, and I'm very emotional. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. There's definitely a time and place. Like, maybe you didn't have a temper tantrum, like yeah. crying fit in front of everyone to make everyone feel awkward, yeah. Um or, like, feel like they needed to, like, help, you know, whatever, like, because people obviously are compassionate, and they want to assist and, like, make you feel better, and men don't know what to do when women start crying, so they're, like, uh, so. What I was
2: gonna say about that, though, too, was it's hard to, kind of, speak to a friend about it, or,
0: you know what I mean, because you, Mm
2: -hmm. they don't, especially with someone who can't relate, and they're just, like, Oh, and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm listening to you, I'm here for you, and that's all they can really do, and that's that's a good friend. Sure, but like I just I didn't want to associate this negativity with certain people, especially if I knew like they were going through stuff, and I was like, I don't want to talk to them about this, like they're or like they're you know they're getting married or they're having a baby, like I'm not gonna. You know, it's hard to talk to someone like that. Bring bring them down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then them worry about you. So, like, it was a lot of different uh, feelings. But I remember that day talking to my mom. And my mom was like, you know what? You have these soul ties and you need to let it go. And I just remember (laughs) yelling at her. I was like, maybe I don't want to let it go. I was like, she's like, you're wallowing (laughs) right now. And like, you're just like, you know, you need to break that cycle. I was like, well, maybe I want to fucking cry about it. And I was just like mad, you know? So there were definitely times where I did things to help myself like therapy, um, you know, going for a run outside, getting fresh air, going for, you know, trying to meditate and just like focus on my breath and like clear my mind because my mind races at times, especially when I feel yeah, paranoid same. or anxious and trying to surround myself with people who I love and care about spending more time with my family. Um, those are all really good things to do. But like I said, not everyone has access to those, all those things. Um, but I definitely did some things that weren't great either, you know, and I had mentioned it right. to you before, <laughs> and that's like me going on the back roads where I used to, hang out with my friends, these friends specifically, and literally going and buying a pack of cigarettes. Like I don't smoke cigarettes and chain smoking like three of them and listening to songs that remind me of them and just like (laughs) crying and like smoking cigarettes. Have a moment. Like like I've done, you know, or going out and like drinking way too much and like waking up the next morning being like, what are you doing? Like, you know, having a raging headache that's happened too. It happens. I'm human. And you know, and all I can do really now at this point, I've, I've grown a lot from these experiences. I'm still still going to continue to deal with them, you know? And it goes in waves. It really does. Like the sadness and hurt doesn't really go away ever, but like it does get better depending on what you're doing to take care of yourself. And that's how I can relate to others you know, and I think it's important to share that when it's needed to be shared, of course, but there's a time and place for it. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. That was like super heavy, all of that. And that's not even like half of it, but like, I know that you have,
0: and I know you have a lot of like exciting stuff to come up, but I think that's like the one thing that (sighs) I feel like I've changed and evolved in my journey of even like what I've said self-care is like on the podcast. And I used to be like self-care isn't selfish. I think I was definitely on that bandwagon, but it is, it's 1000% selfish, but we need to be freaking selfish. So <laughs> yeah, it's not for, no, the, rest for of the sure. World, you know? <laughs> Like it is, 1, 000, it's, it is, it is selfish, you know? And it's like, also Doug and I deal with our self-care in two different ways. Like sometimes I need to be really on my own, but I'm a very big extrovert. Sometimes self-care for me is like, I need to go out with people and I need to like leave the space that I work in and clean in and do that. And I, my self-care is like, I need to go over to someone else's house and just like not think about the wedding. Like I'm also one of those people like where I'm stressed about all these things and I'm like, okay. And I just like drop it and I walk away and like, don't finish it. Cause I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed right now. Like I personally need to walk away. That is, that is selfish. 1000%. Like it is. And that's, so uh,
2: I think, I, that I think you too. see those I, things. I feel that too. Like that, and that's going along the lines of like, kind of how this relates to what we started speaking on, um, yeah. about, you know, the time we, where we are at in our lives and, mm-hmm kind of my experiences with all this loss and just different transition, um, Mm -hmm. you know, going from being in a long relationship to not being in a long relationship and then losing people I really cared about and all while trying to find myself, um, Mm -hmm. you know, as time goes on, you know, as and I had this conversation too with someone else the other day and we were talking about you know, when you're young, like you're 19, 20, you kind of feel like you got it figured out some, at least some people you're a little like, okay, you feel like you kind of know everything and you're like, ready for the world. And then like, as each year goes on, you're like, oh my God, I don't know what the fuck is happening. What's happening? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know anything. And I just gotta be okay with that. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't, I love that. I don't know what's happening and I need to, I've had to get more and more comfortable with the, I don't know, with the unknown, because that's what it Mm -hmm. is. You know, like you lose someone and you're like, well, what's gonna happen? Like, how's life gonna be without them? I don't know. And you have to make peace with that. So Mm -hmm. that, and that ties into a lot of other unknowns, right? So that's what I've had to practice and practice and practice and be okay with as time goes on. So that's been a practice in itself. And that's why I love yoga because you can like take it yeah. off the mat, right? And apply it to life. Right. Yeah. And it's taking that pause, taking that time, being selfish, making time for yourself and also just like caring less with that. I don't know. And that turns into also, I don't care yeah. kind of. And that can be a bit selfish, but like I've been a lot more like, I just do not care as much anymore what people think of me. Um, I do and I don't. There's like a healthy, I think, line there. Sure. Maybe.
0: um, I think if you do it for me, like um, I've heard a lot of different things and I think there were a lot of things that I used to do for others, like I need to be skinny and fit so I can get hired. I need to be skinny and fit so someone loves me. I need to be skinny and fit, like, with all the mental health issues I had just with, like, my personal appearance. And I feel now bad. it's like I just do it for me. Like, hey, exactly. I'm not my smallest or I'm not my biggest, but it's also, like, and I, I said in the other day, I was like, you know, I think we plan for a wedding and it's like you get down to the three month mark and everyone starts to stress out. And it's like, I need to remind myself to eat. Like, I get really busy and oh, I start yeah. getting really busy. And then I'm like, it's one o'clock and you still haven't put any food in your mouth. That's why you're oh a hangry gosh. bitch. Like, that's <laughs> <so> like, <laughs> like, that's no, I why get you're. That. You know, it's like, again, mean? it's selfish. I be mean. It's because you're hungry. Yeah. Self is like self-care is just like feed yourself. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Do it for you though. Do it for I you. I feel that though
2: with the whole thing, like for me, like over the years, like looking my best and being a certain way, like yes. I love to dress. Up. I love to play dress up though. Me too. Like I, yeah. I'm really big into fashion. Like I like vintage. I like clothes. I like to do my hair and my makeup. I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. I can be a girly girl too. I've been better about that too. Like sometimes I'm just like, I don't care. Like what I'm yeah. wearing, I don't care that my hair is not done. I'm not wearing makeup. I used to right. pile makeup on my face because I cared. I was self-conscious about it. Yeah. I've been so good, better about that over the years. I feel like that everyone I'm, has been since I I don't pandemic, care, but it, it cracks me up <laughs> It does crack me up though. I've had, you know, people say I look younger or like over this past winter, I went into work without makeup on and someone at the club straight up looked at me and he was like, are you sick? you look kind of sick. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I feel fine. I'm not wearing makeup. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I was like, they don't know. Again, they don't even know though. It's so funny. I want to get into though really quick before I like wrap this up with <laughs> I know, you. No, I don't know. No, no, I know. No. I'm loving the conversation, but I wanted to like reel us into, t- I want to talk like <laughs>
2: very briefly about upcoming things that are happening for you. Things that are going on right now that are super exciting. Um, well, this past Saturday, I launched my new and improved website Woo-hoo! that Rachel Klein helped me with, and she did a great job. Um, I love that. She was very patient with me because this project took a long time, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. its it's been launched, it's live. It's, I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy with the way it turned out. I absolutely love my logo which is a butterfly and you can see like waves and clouds and mountains in the background.
0: Now I know um, the butterfly connection. And some
2: of that inspiration came from my trip to Guatemala this past August. That was just an incredible trip. Go to Guatemala, it's so cool. Yes. I visited San Marcos, um, I, it, it was beautiful. But uh, so that website is complete. I'm so happy I'm still making little changes to it here and there. Uh, yeah, I am working on a video library series. So eventually um, you will be able to have a subscription and you can watch videos. You can practice along. Uh, These will be like short clips to better enhance your yoga practice. So it could be like shoulder openers, hip openers. It's going to have a theme and a focus. Uh, Yeah. Like morning flow. Uh, That'll take me some time, but I'm going to, you know, take my time with it make sure it's authentic and it feels good. And I'll be posting those eventually. Um, hopefully in the next couple months here, uh, yeah. rolling into summer D- today's weather was beautiful too. Mm-hmm. So I'd had me, you know, thinking about sunset yoga and bringing that back. I did that last summer through the fall and I loved it. It was so fun. Was that in the park that you did that? Yes. That's yeah. at Stoner park. Um, it was really fun. So I'll do that again. As soon as it starts to warm up, I'm thinking probably may, mm-hmm. um, i'll start back up sunset yoga um i'm also working on another ki- kid series and that's blossom that works on that's mindfulness activities for children uh breath work and yoga playtime and a story that's a really fun series that i like to um i, I really enjoyed it i did that last i think that was last march mm-hmm. and worked with toddlers so that that's was fun. really fun I am start, I've been looking into retreats. Um, mm-hmm. I have two locations right now that I'm trying to make plans. Um, a lot of work goes into Building retreats, us. planning yes. itinerary, budget, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm brand new at it. You know, I, I have not yet hosted a retreat myself, so it's in the works. I'm really, really excited for well, it. First
0: of many, you know, those are fun. They're I yes. haven't personally gone on one, but I know a lot of friends that have put them together. And it's just, you know, it's it's a big event to plan. Well,
2: I'm looking to partner with, you know, other teachers and people if you ever want <laughs> to go somewhere. Oh, like, yeah.
0: yeah, where are all the places that everyone can find you so they can kind of follow along? Where's, where's the new, where okay. am I, what's the new website? Where's your, what's your Instagram? I'm a little bit of everywhere, yeah. right? Love it. So
2: um, right now I, uh, just this past December, I, I started, Working for the Lancaster Country Club full time, Mm -hmm. I took over a position there uh, as their fitness and wellness specialist, pretty much directing their fitness facility. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am over there, if you're a member. Um, We have lots of classes. I teach one right now, and I'm going to be adding some more in the schedule, but you can find me there. I teach privates there. I work with with some of the members privately. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have my studio still Zen and Fit. That also is private and semi-private, and that is on Organ Pike. Mm-hmm. So above the Panessa Medical Massage Center, I'm teaching at I'm Limitless Boutique, and that is aerial yoga, namaste, and yoga. I actually just started teaching today, this morning, mm-hmm. my 90-minute class. Okay. So it was an hour, and because I'm notorious for going over time, mm-hmm. I pretty much just went to Val. I was like, can I just do a 90-minute class? Yes. Yes. And um, just popped in there. I was like, all right, you guys, like pretty much go over 10, 15 minutes. What's another 15 minutes? So it turned into a 90 minute class and I renamed it instead of just being called Vinyasa. It is now called Zen and Fit. Great. And today was our first class. It went really well. It was super fun. Um, So I'm, I'm really happy about that. And I also teach bar. Mm -hmm. So I'm not currently teaching any bar classes at I'm Limitless. I kind of took away a couple classes to make everything get balanced again, but I might pick up one soon. I teach that privately as well. Last thing, I'm at Ellister's Elixirs this month, every Monday. So like I said, I'm like a little bit bit everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So um, and yeah, my Instagram is zen and fit with Sarah. Mm -hmm. So you can check it out um you can also go in the link treats in my bio you can pretty much find any of these classes there's links for all of them um it'll direct you to my website which is my calendar and you can sign up from there um there's also direct links yep and uh yeah
0: i love it all those are all great places to find you too
2: i do have some fun events that i'm working on sure so definitely stay tuned. I've like, I'm always like telling you, I'm like, I have some news coming Just stay tuned, sit yes. tight. Um, it will be focused around mental health awareness, raising money for some local organizations that would benefit mental health awareness and suicide prevention specifically. Um, I'm working on an event for this. I think we're going to do one in June and then one in late August. um, So yes, if you are interested in any sort of, like if you're a big person that's, you're into volunteering, uh, community work, anything like that, and you're listening to this and you want to be friends or network with me, whatever, reach out to me because I am, right now I'm trying to work on putting a committee together for one of these big events. Um, So that, you know, it takes a lot of work, but that's a big thing for me is I've had this, specific event in mind for a long time now Um, and I've been putting a lot of energy into it but then I'll get busy with work and I kind of have to put it down I'm like okay I'll pick it back up later when the time is right it's right right Um, so I'm excited about it I'm really excited about it I'm excited to share Um, so hopefully you know soon here but we just have to sit tight and wait
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Well, Sarah, this has been such a treat to just have you on and chat with you and thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that because it's not, it's not easy to open a can of worms like that. I can only imagine and, um, but I do think that there's so much value in a lot that you said and like how you're cope, you have coped through it or the things that you're learning and some of that encouraging stuff. So if anybody is currently going through a loss or, um, feels like they're around someone who's depressed like it's really it's it's just a lot it's a very heavy thing as you said but I at the same time I also agree that I think it's good to talk about it too
2: yeah it's good to talk about I mean the people who aren't even experiencing it too though um themselves like actually themselves like depression addiction I mean your sibling could be experiencing it Or a parent, or your daughter, or son. And that is also very, very hard to watch. It's tough. It's so hard. And those people need to talk about it too. That person's experience affects another person's experience. And, you know, there are times where you need to step back, but it is so hard, you know, to juggle it all. And the most important thing is to talk about it and to seek help, seek support. So, That's, that's what you need to do because if you don't, I mean, it's not, it's not going to create positive change. You just, you got to step forward, you know? So that's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all important. Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for everything today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for having me. It was, it's good to talk about it. Like I feel good to coming back to it. Sometimes it's hard to like, you know, you, you're going through it all again in a way, but at the same time, I've noticed over the past couple of years it gets easier to talk about. Um, and in that moment too, you' you're reflecting and it's good.' It's, it's healthy. So this was this was really uh, special. I'm really grateful that you had me on. And I always enjoy talking to you. You're so fun and cute.
0: <laughs> You're fun and cute.
2: I know. I love talking to you great too. great energy and I just, thanks. I love it. Oh I no, no, I love so, it too. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> Thank you.
0: In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia